0: welcome everybody welcome podcast 12 this is from old head and
1: young shoulders
0: and cam what's this one about
1: this is a good one okay they're this all, is
0: a i correct you cam they're all good
1: actually i correct you again they're all great Oh, thank okay. you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so um obviously just following on from our last session we talked a lot about just what we've been up to sure and it's been no surprise From even social media to what we've been up to as far as business, personal life. We've been very, very busy. So I thought instead of just talking about one particular topic, I thought I'd ask social media
0: um,
1: some questions. What are you struggling with? What are some of your challenges? If we could ask any other questions. Sure. what, what, What do you have in mind? Okay. So should we just get straight into it?
0: Yeah, dive straight in. Okay. Who have you got first?
1: So the first question is, this is to you, Peter. How does it feel... Doing a podcast with such a good-looking host. Um, I don't know who it was <laughs> who
0: asked that question, but when I find out, I'll let you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all jokes aside, the first one is very basic, and is the question is simple, but yeah. the answer can be complex. But how how do you stay motivated? Simple, and I don't want to go into a massive. In depth kind yeah. of what could be one quick takeaway somebody does today, which just to stay motivated?
0: Reward yourself. Have a few small little treats along the way. You need to have a definite goal, but stay motivated by by just rewarding yourself for the stuff that you're doing well. Follow the 80-20 rule. Be eat well, do all the good things for 80% of the time. For the remaining 20. Give yourself a few little treats. You don't have to be on it all the time. So stay motivated by just looking after. You. Be kind to yourself.
1: Can you elaborate that eighty twenty rule? Because uh, I don't
0: know. I just remember it from somewhere. Okay. But um, with a training plan or anything like that, yeah. If you're completing eighty percent of that plan, um, that's pretty good going actually. Don't beat yourself up that you're not doing everything a hundred percent, all of it. Eighty percent and twenty percent. Give yourself a bit of a pat on the back. What is it that you would enjoy having or doing? Have a bit of that. Stay fresh, otherwise you end up running on empty.
1: Stay fresh, yeah. I think that's that's quite good, actually, this is what you said, then, stay fresh, because I think one of the number one killers to motivation is tiredness. Yeah. Yep.
0: When you're, you're, at, when you're, you're tired, right. you can't be bothered to do anything. And that's why those top athletes work on recovery. They, they, they are really good at doing nothing. <laughs> explain okay if i got a training plan i'll have three hard weeks followed by a recovery week okay and the top people do focus really hard on recovery whereas somebody who isn't very good like me will go out and i'll just push the recovery a bit harder mm. because sitting around doing nothing i feel i'm losing fitness no that's when actually you gain the fitness that's really? when your body builds and recovers So it's hard to stay on it all the time. And so, and tiredness, I learnt the word quanked this week. There are a lot of quanked people out there. Look it up. It it means totally and utterly wiped out, knackered. Hmm. You can't stay motivated when you're quanked. No. So give yourself a bit of a break.
1: I think that's a bit of a mis-kind of illusion as well, is... When you talk about going all in and you talk about athletes, they have a lot of time to recover. Um, And the reason why I say that is because what a lot of people do straight away, they've got new goals, new dreams. They go at it with everything they've got and they tire themselves out. So what happens? They go back into their old habits, their old routines, and they quit because they just went too hard. And I'm I'm guilty of this, especially when it came to running. I got too ambitious too early. And because of that, I injured myself.
0: The other thing I'd say about staying motivated is develop some habits that help you achieve stuff when you're not motivated. Mm. That's the real secret of success is to keep on going when you're not motivated. So if I'm, if I'm running, say, if I know I've got to go out tomorrow and run, there's a couple of things I can do that will make sure that I get out even though my willpower is really low. If I lay all my kit out, night before and if I leave my my trainers by the front door I know that I will get out if I don't do those things I'll wake up the next morning I can't be bothered
1: why is it when you have good intentions in the morning you can have a good morning but by the time the night comes I think we're all different and the thing about
0: self-knowledge know when your most productive time is
1: And your most dangerous time to slip.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's different for everybody. I'm a morning person. I'd rather be up at five doing a load of stuff by breakfast time.
1: I'm the same. But say I'm on not a diet, but I'm eating more healthy and I've done a good run or I've gone on a bike ride. I went to the gym. By the time the night comes... I'm like, oh, I feel a bit peckish. Yeah, have a couple of biscuits here yeah. and then, or or whatever, when it wasn't actually a part of my plan. So it's like my willpower kind of dies throughout the sure. day when I'm probably getting more tired. I don't know. Again, go is that back habit? To
0: what I've just said, change your habits. So if you're a bit peckish and you end up eating the bad stuff, don't have the bad stuff in the house. Okay. And then when you weaken, you, can, you, you can't just pig out on. On rubbish.
1: Just a bit of a joke question yeah. um, before we go into another serious one. Um, what is your guilty pleasure food? Chocolate. Chocolate. Any mm. chocolate in particular? Yorkies. Oh, Dave, what's yours? I don't really eat chocolate. Uh, mine has to probably be a pizza. Mm. No, I can't. Pizza. Yeah. You like pizza? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, this is. Uh, an older question I actually had, uh, which I've been saving because it was somebody in year nine picking their options. Right. And the reason why I saved it is because it's all about kind of decision making. Yeah. And they said, let me get the wrong question. They said, um, I've got my options soon. I don't really know what to do. How do I know what, how do I know how to make the right decision? How do I know to make the right decision? So, I have my options soon. Yeah, so basically, they had the options. Let's just flip that question on his head because yeah. that question's passed. I remember I answered it at the time. But if you have no idea about a particular something, or you do have a rough idea, but you've got a different options, couple of options on the table, mm. how do you know whether you're making the right decision? I
0: don't think you do know, but you can increase the chances of you getting it right by, I think, listening to your gut instinct. You think about the subjects that you're thinking of taking. What is your gut instinct telling you about the, the one... How do you feel when you rock up to that lesson? Do you dread going to that lesson? Or do you think, yeah, that gut instinct, I think, is really, really important. If that, There's a really good book out there by Matthew Side called Bounce. Um, we can... And he also talks about... and um, Malcolm Gladwell talks about about blink we can make our minds up in the blink of an eye about things and generally that first impression is pretty accurate so look at a list of subjects and in the blink of an eye decide which one will i want to go to when i'm not feeling that great choose Mm. that choose that subject um, because when the going gets tough that feeling that you like that subject matters if you don't like any of the ones you're thinking of taking then you've got a problem
1: i got a different perspective a little bit which i agree with exactly what you're saying um but i also like um if you feel like you might have made a bad decision it's it's not about making the right decision. It's just about making your decision right. I think I said that before. And if you think you've made the bad decision, it's so easy to write off everything from there. But what you can actually do is still see that there are some benefits to that. And I say about school, school isn't for everybody, Mm. but there is still a lot of things you can take away from school. Yeah. As I said before, character, values, simple things like turning up on time. All of these things, right? Even being in a classroom with 30 different people. Yeah. That's unique.
0: The other thing to remember, talking to your year nine student who asked that question, you get 11 years of education. When you start your GCSEs, you've only got 11 terms left. 11 terms out of 11 years of education. So if you do choose a subject and you're not loving it just hang on in there 11 terms is going to fly by you're learning something really important about keeping on when you might not love something that's a really important
1: skill to have awesome just, just do your best if you could be any animal what animal would you be Ooh, that's a very good question dave
0: um go on peter you first I am giving a sort of intellectual answer. I don't know something about a wolf, because you can be a bit of a lone wolf, but then you're safer off with a pack as well. you got to, you got, you don't be a lone wolf all the time, because the lone Ooh. wolves tend to starve. You've got to be a pack animal, and then you'll survive.
1: Hmm, Dave. I was going to go for a bear. Why? <sighs> Big and cuddly? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you're a. Uh... Top of the food chain, but you've uh, you've got to work for it. It doesn't come easy. Okay, so Dave said uh, for the audio listeners at home that he chose a bear because they are cuddly and they're on top of the food chain.
0: How about you, Cam? Um,
1: because you are a bit of an animal, really. Uh, um, I would say a shark because they never stop swimming. How about that? Eh? Anyway, serious question. Do you like my answer? Yeah. Um, it's true, though. They don't. Right. I don't think sharks do. There's probably going to be some scientist or whatever at yeah, home. Probably would be. Um, hey, Cameron, I wondered if I could get your advice on something. Currently, I'm going through a bad breakup, and it's absolutely killing me. The fact I'm heartbroken and thought she is going to be going back to university in the winter is the thought of her being with someone else absolutely kills me. and makes me so angry and upset. I wondered if you had any advice on how to make it feel less painful slash how to get over it, because at the moment it is putting me in a really bad mental state where I'm considering if the only way to get over it is to leave this world. I went there. And this is a prime example of messages I get.
0: Really?
1: I wouldn't say every day, but I probably get a similar message to this once a week. Doesn't sound like a lot, once a week and for that reason and i want to encourage everybody here um that's why i've done a mental health first aid course i don't know if you've seen that i posted it i talked about uh emergency first aid so like physical and then the mental first aid Mm. so companies have got a legal obligation to have emergency first aid so if you cut yourself but it's not I don't think uh, they have a legal obligation when it comes to mental health first aid. So I thought because of these messages, because of the people I'm talking to, and I think you should probably do it as well. Mm. I went on one of these courses, I got a certificate, uh, but most importantly, I learned a huge amount about it. Sure. And it was a good experience too. So.
0: And that person who signed off, read the last, read his closing closing sentence again.
1: Um, so any any advice on how to make it feel less painful and how to get over it? Because at the moment it's putting me in a really bad mental state where I'm considering if the only way to get over it is to leave this world, man. Right. So
0: so all the alarm bells start ringing when you hear that phrase. Mm. So, So talk to somebody. You've got to communicate. There are people out there wanting to help you wanting to listen there's the samaritans number there's all sorts so if you're in that bad a place communicate you're not on your own other than that everything else i'm going to say is a bit glib he talks about how he's torturing himself with these thoughts of what she's doing shut out those thoughts don't allow those really dark thoughts to come in, every time they start arriving, thank you, but no thank you, I'm not going to go down that road. He's heartbroken. What's the only thing that's stronger once it's been broken? Uh, the human heart. Oh. <laughs> we, we will all have our hearts broken at some time. And it's really, really painful. But it's part of growing and learning and you will come out the other side a stronger person that's easy for me to say i'm in a good place not a bad place but that guy needs professional support but he also needs to hang on to some of those those positive messages um my my parents went through a divorce i remember my dad i was there when my dad was in the depths of despair yeah and he said thanks peter And I said, I'm not doing anything. He said, you're here, it makes such a difference, you're listening. And he focused on just getting from one meal to the next. His marriage had broken down, he was hurting. And he'd get up in the morning and he'd have breakfast and he thought, if I could make it till lunchtime, I'll be okay. And when he got to lunchtime, he thought, I'll get to supper. And when he got to supper, he thought, I'll get... And so he just took life one meal at a time before you know it a week has gone by then a month has gone by and you will arrive at a very different place so hang on in there if needs be
1: just take it a few hours at a time What's but the, it will mm, it what's will the charity get you
0: you so I support Winston's Wish. okay
1: so back to the podcast we've done on that and I recommend that people check that one out but back to that podcast you said if you lose somebody there's a stepping stone kind of process where people kind of they they feel the pain then they get yeah, angry yeah and something to do with acceptance yeah, is it they, they
0: reach a state then of acceptance it's, it's still it's still with you your grief your grief never leaves you but it's beside you as opposed to consuming you. You learn to live with it.
1: So, I guess that's similar as well to yeah. this type of situation, and just to kind of reiterate what Peter just said then yeah, yeah go go and seek we're not we 're not um professionals when it comes to mental health, so go and seek um professional help, but also um, you have to somewhat be willing to help yourself in this case i've spoken to him've guided him through it in this case he he has, and there's other things you can do go out with your friends, maybe mm. simple things like yeah. exercise yeah getting good nights sure. sleep sure. looking after yourself all these yeah. different things so even though the professional help is great and it is necessary yeah. but there may be other things like counseling maybe yeah. talking to somebody who's not judging you because one of the one of the biggest problems is is when people talk people don't actually other people don't listen they just listen to respond yeah. and they want to put their point across they sure. want to say what they're going to say yeah. they want to put their add their value when really sometimes and even from my own personal experiences when i'm when i'm going through something sometimes I, I just want to share it and i don't want to hear whether i'm right whether i'm wrong i just want to share it
0: sure do you know what i mean just really just point. kind of just shut up yeah. listen to me yeah
1: do any facial expressions and tell me about myself tomorrow but right now I just really need to get this off non-judgmentally so I can move forward yeah I don't know would you add to that no when i um, so as being a head teacher well former head teacher and obviously you still got a massive massive job in the education kind of sector it seems apparent that more awareness is coming out around mental health yeah when you as a teacher head teacher was mental health, like, even a thing? Yeah. Was it, it, it was people important. aware of it, the steps? Because, yeah.
0: I think we were. I think we knew that it's all... But in order to have a happy, successful school, you've got to invest in relationships. That's how young people become successful, that they've got a good relationship with, with their teachers. And if, you, if, you're, if, you're a, if you're a senior leader then hopefully you've got the emotional intelligence to understand that we have physical health we have mental health and young people aren't going to learn unless they're healthy in both ways so yeah we had all sorts of ways in which we were trying to look after the young people we had do you remember mrs prescott at school yes yeah, still mrs. still well, got her mrs. on mrs prescott had the brilliant idea of training young people up to become members of the t 4 team and that was the time to talk team so if you're troubled if you're hurting and you don't want to talk to a teacher talk to one of the T4 team Mrs Prescott was ahead of her time
1: she was yeah and she was scary back then as well I tweet I tweeted that to her right <laughs> yeah she was because yeah. I remember she came in when I think I was in year eight or year nine um yeah she came in and obviously shaped things up a little yeah. bit
0: yeah so,
1: which is yes, yeah, lovely school, and do you know what? Even though just many teachers there haven't really moved on, mm. and I think that that is obviously down to the head now, yeah. but also the culture yeah, yeah. you definitely created back then. Right. There's a re- there's a reason why they're there. Mm. You found great people, and those great people have stayed. Mm. So you can't take all the credit. I wouldn't want to do that to you but you found yeah. the right people Thanks, and the people God. there have developed into amazing things, you know? Yeah. Talk about Mr. Nichols, for example. Yeah. I didn't know. I think his first teaching day was when I was in there, I think. Right. I, I think, or maybe a year, or it was his first day in that school. If I knew that, I would have rinsed him around the walls. But at the same time, in a couple of years, he wasn't a, a tutor group anymore. Yeah. He was ahead yeah. of the year. Yeah. Then he was like, you know, going up sure. and assistant principal and so yeah. on and so forth. Yeah. Because that, that, that position, that openness, that opportunity and yeah. culture to do that is there. And that, that has to come down to you. Well, thanks, Cam. I hope
0: we've answered that guy's question. Yeah. The fact that he asked the question in itself is a healthy thing. He's not shutting himself away, not talking about it. Well done, whoever you are, for making,
1: for making contact. Nice one. Is One that, more question. Yeah, yeah, but sorry, but is mental health a big discussion amongst head teachers at the moment? Yeah, because we talk so. about students. What about the actual staff?
0: Then that's all about teachers, all about head teachers and senior leaders investing in staff wellbeing. Mm. Um, I talked before in a previous podcast about being tough on standards and kind to people. Kind, you you've keep got, going back to you've, kind. Kind, you've got to look after people. So think about teacher workload. If you want to improve staff wellbeing, get after teacher workload in a big way. What are the creative ways of using assessment that means you're not walking out of school laden down with carry bags of exercise books? There's got to be a way, a better way, of feeding back to students. Good news phone calls. I got this from Sir John Jones, an inspirational speaker. You might have had a long day in school. It might have been a really difficult day. It might have been a hideous day. But make the last thing that you do before you walk out to pick up the phone and phone the parent of a student who you've noticed who's done something good. doesn't have to be a long phone call. One minute, two minutes. So-and-so was just working their socks off in my history lesson today. Make that good news phone call mm. and make that the last thing that you do because then you drive home with a positive thing echoing in your head, not all the
1: negatives from earlier on. So, so like, a, ring a parent? Phone a, pr- so phone a parent. Good news phone call. A lot of the time, parents have a bad relationship with schools. Bill, that not just because yeah. of their their kids, but yeah. also maybe from their sure, own experiences. Absolutely. So, what what you just said then is spot on. The more we engage parents the better it will be, you know? And instead of just calling home when your child's been naughty, actually call home when they've done something well. Catch people being good. You know? Yeah. How much do you believe in the saying, um, what was it? I hear it a lot with parents raising their kids, uh, ignore the bad behaviour and praise the good. What do you um, think to that? I'm just going off off a little bit, just as we were saying that. Do you believe in that? Not so much, I guess, when you're older, but say... No, I
0: don't believe in ignoring the bad behaviour. Okay. No, but it's how you deal with the bad behaviour.
1: Mm, how do you deal with it? Well, depends what the behaviour is, of course. Say it's a, a toddler paddying. I know this is completely different, but... Yeah. I'm just obviously I'm in, I'm living that life at the moment. Yeah, so this is. I'm, you know. Because for anybody out there, you've got
0: a five-year-old and a,
1: a f- yeah, five-year-old and a, a four-week-year-old. Yes. Basically. Yeah,
0: basically, month old. Yeah, I think they just have to know where the boundaries are. You don't shout. You don't rant. You just you don't rave. You are just consistent. And it's no good if the boundaries change day by day by day. They need to know where they are.
1: Yeah. And this isn't a question. I've got some good questions, but I feel like it's a lot we've covered. But I want to dive into this topic just a little bit. Yeah. Just because it's, I'm just curious. If you was to, say, go tonight, die tonight, yeah. or say you knew it was going to happen, yeah. and you look back on your life, do you have any regrets? Oh, huge, huge regrets. But they're sort of
0: old friends, My, my regrets. You know, I've sort of come to terms
1: with them explain like, well, how do you accept that I wish I'd
0: worked harder at school school for me was, was, was failure I, I messed up school big time and I only ended up with with five O levels and most of those were poor grades and I wanted to be a helicopter pilot in the, in the Navy okay. um, that didn't happen but somehow all my wrong terms have led me to a really good place funny that I'm a lucky guy
1: so but that's not just by luck though is it? It's about making your own luck. Mm. It's
0: about um trusting your gut instinct, putting yourself in positions where you where you can succeed. But luck has a lot to do with it.
1: Yeah. But but, but, make, but I've got to say in like the harder you work the luckier you get. Yeah, so absolutely. You, so you didn't like you yeah. didn't really settle, you don't just fall into a headship. You don't just fall into the job the high no, coaching you now, you know. Like you're yeah. not. Let's be honest, you're not particularly cheap as a coach, and you shouldn't be. But so you don't just fall into that, you know. So it's like even though you didn't become the pilot you wanted to be, at the same time, it's not like you just quit. Yeah.
0: No, it's amazing what you can achieve if you just keep on keeping on. Just, just that resilience, just that, look, think, just that persistence, is. Really important. But also, I was lucky. I, I, I learned from great people around me. Yeah, And also, it's, I learned to let go of ego as well. There are people out there better than me, more intelligent, that's okay. I'm, com- I'm comfortable with that. I don't have to beat myself up about this all the time. I just focus on my own game. And I've said it before in a podcast, just focus on being the best at being better than you were yesterday,
1: and if I can do if and if I can do that, happy days. Can I sign this one off? Yeah, guys, this is episode twelve, and on a personal note, I feel like until probably about six months ago, maybe a bit longer, um, I was taking a lot of things for granted, and I wasn't really appreciating what I achieved, but also what I'm doing as a job, and. What I do does make a difference, but at the same time, I realize it's not about me. I'm just a vehicle to go and deliver that. Yeah. And now I'm in a place where I can truly, truly start to, I feel, be appreciative and grateful of everything around me. So, being in this situation right now, let's all jokes aside, being sat next to my old head teacher, yeah. like that alone, like the brand old head, young shoulders, the actual opportunity, not just that you're an older head, like former head, but you're actually my older head. So we got a connection there already. Yeah. Also then to have someone like Gadget Line being able to film this, provide the studio, provide the content to make this possible. Like, it's just you have to, there's no other way when you really, really think of your situation, you have to be grateful for it. And we can talk about, look, that's, this is luck. Yeah. But it's only because we worked hard absolutely, and the luckier we came. So I know we haven't done this for a while, but I'm so grateful that we're back in the seat. Yeah. And I feel like we've developed, we've grown as individuals. And I'm just looking forward to what's going to basically be happening within the next six months, a year and the next five to ten at least as well. Thanks, Cam. So with that said, episode 12. And remember to always work, work hard and be nice. Anyway, guys, thank you. Shuffle your paper, shuffle
0: your paper, shuffle your paper.